Welcome everyone to today's call with myself, Michelle Mayur, and my special guest, Joanne Newell, uh, one of the co-authors in my book, Embraced by the Divine, The Emerging Woman's Gateway to Power, Passion and Purpose. And today, Joanne is going to be talking about allowing yourself to receive support. It's a topic that's so incredibly important, especially for women. We're not really good at this. So let me just introduce myself first of all. I'm Michelle Mayur. I'm the compiling author of Embraced by the Divine. And you can find out more about my book at embracedbythedivine.com. Uh, I co-create transformational energetic shifts in people, especially women, who are ready to make a bigger difference in the world. And I specialize in assisting women to dissolve limiting beliefs and energetic blockages so they can step fully into their power, passion and purpose. And the angelic realms and the energies of the divine feminine are strongly present in all of my work. My private healing practice since 1995 is Angel Wings Healing in Melbourne, Australia. It's angelwingshealing.com and I see clients around the world through the wonders of Skype and international phone calls. And I'm uh, in this interview series, I'm talking to different co-authors in my book just so you can get up close and personal with them and find out a bit more about the person behind the story as well. Of course, each chapter in the book is very raw and authentic and uh, all of the co-authors are not afraid to bear their souls. So they're very vulnerable stories as well. They're really, really juicy, great stories. So that, uh, and it gives me pleasure to be interviewing various co-authors from the book in the, this interview series. So just to tell you about Joanne Newell, who I've known for a long time now, Joanne is a compassionate, insightful, practical and fun-loving money mindset coach for enlightened entrepreneurial women. She is the founder of Rich Life by Design. That's rich. Uh, the website is www.richlifebydesign.com. And she hosts one-on-one -on -one VIP days with her clients to help them heal their money story and create a rich life by design. Joanne, a former editor of Lifestyle Books, loves style with substance, living a life that's rich in experiences, beauty and meaning. Her mission is to help other female business owners do exactly the same. She has a husband who's a financial advisor and she also has 13-year-old twin girls, Arabella and Evangeline, and she's just in the process of moving house at the moment and going up to sunny Queensland to live in Australia. So let Joanne take you by the hand and share with you her many years of personal development, business training and coaching experience to help you design your very own rich life. To start your journey towards a healthy money mindset, you can register for Joanne's free video series called The Three Foundations of an Empowered Money Mindset and you can do that at her website, therichlifebydesign.com. So Joanne, welcome to the call. Hello, Michelle. Thank you so much for having me on today. And hello to everyone listening. So, Joanne, you have your chapter is called Back to Health, which is a really um, good name for the the, uh, the chapter, as people will certainly find out when they read the chapter. And obviously today mm. it's not about giving away all the contents of the chapter. We want, do want people to read the whole book. It's, it's sort of whetting people's appetites for what the book contains. So... 
Can you tell me a little bit about the theme of your chapter, Joanne, that you've written for Embrace by the Divine? Yes. Um, I don't know why, but I've obviously chosen um, health as a challenge for me when I came into this incarnation. <laughs> um, so I have, you know, had back problems from a young age, and it manifested into a very serious back problem um, in my 30s when I had young children, when my girls were much younger, and that, you know, was an incredible experience. I, you know, I would go through it thinking, why me? Why is this happening to me? I just can't believe it's come to this. And I know other people have often had health issues like that as well. And it's like, you know, you, if you're at a certain level of consciousness, you do realise that there has to be deeper meaning in what's happening for you. So it just elevated my consciousness even more deeply um, and made me appreciate my, my life even more than I did, I have to say, which is always a good side benefit <laughs> when you have something like this happen. A absolutely. So, yeah, just basically... On, I was just sorry. going to say, um, I, I presume you've read Louise Hay's book and what she says about the back, and the the back yes. is about allowing support, and it depends what area of the back that you're having issues in as to where you're not allowing support, whether it's financial or emotional or, or, or so on. So did you feel that connection that you weren't allowing support in your life when you yes. were having all these back issues? Absolutely, and I had been um, a fan of Louise's, um, you know, for a few years leading up to that. But I suppose this was putting into practice for me, um, you know, in a very real life way, um, what she had taught through that book. So, um, you know, because it had been an ongoing issue with my back, I knew, you know, this is about support from the universe, not trusting. And so, when it happened in a big way, you know, it was a real wake-up call as to, okay, this is my time to be allowing myself to receive and also trusting in the universe because if you're not allowing yourself to receive then it's probably because you don't trust in the universe that you will actually get anything you know you'll be so, let so down why do you feel that you were finding it so hard to receive support i think well there probably was you know the um the journey that i'd chosen to take when I was born was to challenge this and to grow through it but I think you know and part of that was having chosen a family where um, you know my mum was very much a just get on and deal with it sort of person very practical and um, you know does everything like we we didn't really have to help out with housework she had four children um, we didn't really have to help out with housework and things so I saw her just doing so much for other people um, having said that, she was quite good at giving back to herself in terms of um, sitting quietly and reading and she was always busy sewing and knitting and doing things she enjoyed, but it was still doing, doing, doing mm. to me. Um, so she's very much a doer. So I suppose I had that example of you just get on with it, you work hard um, and, you know, money doesn't grow on trees. You oh, know, yes, we've that, had that, that one, haven't we? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think that there wouldn't be too many people of our age who, who didn't hear that. <laughs> throughout their childhood when they were, you know, wanting to expand and, and you know, experience all of the things that they were drawn to in life and then to be told, no, there's a limit. We can't do it, you know, basically the underlying uh, message being our level of consciousness at this point is not taking us to that, so we can't model that for you. Um, so I think a lot of us grew up with that and that's just the way it was and, you know, that was the way for their parents and the parents before them, you know, it's a generational thing. Yeah, I think definitely. we're coming into a different age um, of awareness. Not everybody has, um, and some people are, you know, 
got it a century ago um, but many of us are just coming to it now so for me it was really just having the, the veil pulled back and re knowing that that's what I had to work on but to have it just hit you in such a hard way um, with you know, a very bad back problem was not good. So I think the reason I found it so hard was because of that modelling and because I was resisting trusting. Yeah, that's, that's interesting, <laughs> isn't it? The, the resisting trusting. So trusting mm -hmm. in what way? I think trusting, it's interesting because I've always had the belief that things always work out for the best in the end, but I still think you can have an upper limit as to how good life can get. And I think that's what I was bumping up against. Okay. That I didn't believe I could probably, subconsciously, that I could probably go further or receive more than I felt perhaps that I deserved at that time. Okay, so do, do you feel that your family, for instance, was there ready to support you, say, in, in practical ways when you had your your back issue or financial ways or, or, or other ways? Yes. Do, do you feel that that yeah, was I there? Do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my parents were um, not here, but they, they began to stay. But my gran was here and she was very supportive. And, and I know when my girls were born, my mum actually, she's a teacher, and she took 10 weeks long service leave to come down to Melbourne to um, be with me. She would stay at my grand's and come over every day and just, you know, go in and start washing up straight away when she came in because she's such a doer. Um, and she'd sit and hold one baby while I held the other because I always wanted them to have lots of cuddles. So terribly supportive in that way. I really felt very supported there. Um, so I suppose the back issue for me was more about my own um, letting myself receive support um, in other ways as well, and which is, is what I started to do because I had to rely on strangers, like people I didn't really know very well, like kindergarten parents who would pick up the girls and take them to kinder because I couldn't drive after a certain point. Um, and keep them playing at you know their children's house after kinder until Darren picked them up from work. I mean that just felt like oh, you can't do that to people. You know that's asking too much. <laughs> you know they're not family. They're not obligated to do it. I, I had that kind so, of experience after I had pneumonia, and I, that nearly took me out. That was one of my two really? near-death experiences, and I had to rely on people to pick up my daughter from school because I couldn't move. I was just way too sick, and you know look after yeah. her and feed her and do all sorts of things because I just couldn't be there for her. So I, I get how difficult that can be when you're used to being a really independent kind of woman who, you know, who's a coper, yep. who can do it all herself. And, yep. you know, and you know, how sometimes... that's the masculine, isn't it? That's yeah. the masculine, go, 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 do it, I can do it, I'm fine. And I think things like this, like illness and where we have to rely on other people, is giving us that chance to tap into the feminine and being fully supported in a different way. And, and you know something I, I discovered too when I had the pneumonia when I was recuperating from that was that my family still loved me regardless of whether I was doing stuff or not. Like just the mm. fact that I was there and being was fine. They still loved me. I didn't have to earn their approval by being busy, busy, busy. And that I think is something yeah. that's quite a, an interesting lesson for a lot of women. 
So was that something that you found as well, that it didn't matter whether you were cooking the dinner or not or you know, running the kids to school, that they still just loved you as mum regardless? Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And I think another gift out of this for me was the gift for others because I think what I learned is that there is um, love in giving, which is what we do. We give, give, give. We do, do, do for others. But there's also love in receiving because those people that you're giving to are receiving with love so there's an equal um, level of energy and vibration about you receiving love and so I was in my case I feel like I gave my husband and my girls the opportunity to experience that profound pleasure of giving and of being loving and considerate and of looking after me which they didn't get to do in the same way because I was such a doer and a get on with it kind of person so that was actually a real gift for them. And so I made sure that I really appreciated it and let them know how you know lovely it was that they'd done me a beautiful welcome home banner and that you know Darren moved the bed out into the living area so that I could be amongst the family and not locked away while I was recovering because I could either stand or lie. I couldn't sit <laughs> uh, for six weeks, I think. Yeah, so that was profound for me that, it meant I gave them a chance to give because if we're constantly give, give, giving, we're not being, you know, in reciprocity. We're not letting it funnel back the other way. Exactly, we're just burning out energetically. Yeah, but exactly. you know, there's something that's an interesting uh, idea, and I'll just run this past you. A lot of women are, you know, they want to be valued as equal with men in a sort of a, a masculine kind of, of way, as you said, with that, you know, I can do it kind of attitude, do, 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 give, 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 that kind of thing. Um, yeah. And they don't want to appear to be, you know, weak, like the weaker sex. So to for some people there can be that sense of well if they allow themselves to receive support doesn't that mean that they're actually diminishing their own power as females in uh accepting or uh, you know receiving support so is that yeah is i that think a that's how it's that actually you... sorry yeah, yeah, no, I was just going to say, is that a reason that you feel that some women are so reluctant to actually allow support because they don't want to go back into that stereotype of, you know, the weaker sex? Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's the way it's been sold to us, isn't it? You know, mm. it's, it's so, it's almost retro, <laughs> that, kind of, <laughs> that kind of thinking, but we still live by it. We still, and culturally, feel that pressure that, yeah, it looks as though you're wimpy or, um, yeah, weak. And it's so not. I mean, being vulnerable and is actually, as we know from Brene Brown's work, it's actually a form of strength. Like to be able to be in that recipient mode um, or vulnerable is is a strength because otherwise, you know, you'd be putting up a front. So yeah, that's right. I actually speak. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a balance. I don't think you'd want to be in that mode all the time. I think it is um, whatever works for you personally. And I, I feel like women um, need to be a bit more in that feminine side than the masculine. I think it has its own power and it's just a different... Um, I mean, men have like 14 times the amount of testosterone that we have. So, of course, they've got the energy to push, push, push. And we can do that to an extent, but it, um, you know, we can step back into a different form of feminine power and be just as powerful but in a different way. 
Exactly. We don't so have I think to it's be actually, powerful by emulating men. We are powerful and beautiful in our our own way as as females. And it, it's exactly you know neither one is better than the the other in terms of males or or female. It's basically that both have their own beauty and their own ways of being in their power. And together exactly. they blend perfectly. Yeah, so, and I think we need to keep promoting that as you know, as how it can be for women, and just to to try it out. Yeah, absolutely, and that's one of the the reasons that my book too, Embraced by the Divine, in which you're the co-author, uh, is is targeted towards women because it's it's designed rather than having stories which could apply to men or women, it's very much about helping women to step into and own their power. As females, and to use their strengths as females, you know, in bringing in the energies of the divine feminine and, and so on, so that we don't have to be out there pretending to be males dressing in pinstripe business suits, for instance. So I just wanted yes. to talk to you too that, you know, we've been talking so far predominantly about you receiving support in relation to health, but are there other ways too um, that we need to be aware of allowing ourselves to receive support? What other forms of support are there that we should be mindful of receiving? Yes, well, for me, and what's become a big part of my work is us receiving financially because energy is money is energy and Often, I mean, that was what the big thing was for me. Of course, we talked about the back and what it represents. And um, often that can refer to financial support, that I didn't believe that I deserved it or that I could receive financial support. So that wake-up call was a realisation for me that there has to be more trust and more allowing of what I desire financially and otherwise to come in. So my work now is, um, I mean, it's a blend of masculine and feminine because I believe you need both to get, um, if you're a female business owner at least, you have to have male, masculine structures set up and to be able to, to um, get your message out into the world uh, and that sort of thing but you also have to um, honour who you are as a woman and having that feminine receptive energy and allow the money in and believe that you deserve it. So it's also about allowing yourself to be financially supported and sometimes, and this is, you know, controversial it doesn't have to be coming from you things can just come to you and even if you have um, you know a partner supporting you for a certain period of time that's okay as well I know some women are like oh I don't want to rely on a man um, you know if they're starting a business I don't want anything from my partner you know to help me along it's like well maybe that's meant to be for you for that period of time to get you started or to get you out in the world if that's the situation that you're in if you have a partner who can help you with that so it can come in many forms um, but I'm about empowering women of course to do it for themselves um, but in a feminine way yeah that, so would you say that your experiences with your back which were obviously very dramatic uh, actually had the blessing within them that you really focused on the, the whole issue of support and how uh, to to bring support forth into the world, um, you know, for yourself in terms of both financial support and you know health support as well, because it seems like yep. that it's almost been like an an inspiration. You've almost turned the the whole back thing into your inspiration for the work that you're now doing in terms of 
uh, financial support uh, for women or, or allowing women to tap into receiving financial support both from externally and also from partners and so on if that's relevant? Yes, exactly. And it may not have been that way. I mean, someone else may have gone through a similar experience, but it's not been in their calling to um, to take that experience and, and to turn it into what I have. They may have incarnated into a different um, form of um, uplifting the world and uplifting their own lives, but that's just what I felt guided to do um, after this experience, to explore it more deeply for myself and then to help others. I've always felt like communication is um, part of my gift to the world, having been you know, a writer and book editor and um, you know, getting messages out to the world, that this is what I was meant to do with this message as well, get it out to the world and help those who I'm meant to help. Absolutely. Well, look, it's been lovely chatting to you, Joanne. Um, and I just mentioned too that uh, you did an amazing job too doing some of the preliminary preliminary editing of Embraced by the Divine. You are a multi-skilled uh, lady, <laughs> and uh, yes, your your uh, efforts with Embraced by the Divine in terms of editing, not only in writing your chapter but also in editing the book, were very very valued. So thank you. And that was about oh, me thank too. You allowing myself to receive support from from you so that that was um, a, yeah yeah it was an interesting journey in itself and i think we both benefited because from you editing the the book to start off with and there've been other edits since but yours was the initial edit um that you have now gone into um, a side branch of your business where you're actually putting uh publishing packages together for people which include uh editing and I'm, I know exactly. uh, I've been to one of the book launches of, of one of the packages uh, that you helped this lady um, put together to get her book out and it's a beautiful book too so yeah it's amazing Thank where you. these things can take us I know well it's all part of that mission it's something I just kept getting you know just even being asked to be in your book and there you know, were other things coming to me and having been an author myself and people kept asking me about it and I realised, ah, well I've been along this entrepreneurial journey myself. I've got all this experience in online marketing and, and coaching and all the editorial and publishing experience and marketing experience and I love books and I love the production of books so this is another way to help women um, build their businesses and create more money for themselves so they get sort of the money mindset as well as getting that, that marketing item and transformational item out into the world in the form of a book so I'm just thrilled to be adding that as a service to what I do I just absolutely love it yeah. <laughs> actually if people want to have a look at that they can go to richlifebydesign.com forward slash write as in w-r-i-t-e um, hyphen that t-h-a-t hyphen book and that will take them to a page that gives more information. If they you know, keep getting the nudge themselves that there's a book they need to write um, that will, you know, is based on their journey and um, will promote their business for them as well. Excellent. Well, it's been a pleasure having you on today, Joanne, and I think it's probably time that we wrap the call up for, for now. Um, yeah. So it's been an honour having you as part of Embraced by the Divine. You, your contribution has been very, very very valued and uh, it's an exciting journey now unfolding for all of us as the the book um, comes out very very soon coming out on Kindle on the 10th of December coming out a soft cover on the 21st of January so, so for excited. now 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's great. It's all, it's all really exciting. We're really at the, the pointy end of the stick now. So thank you, everyone, yeah. for listening to today's call. And it's bye from me and um, bye thank from you. Joanne. Thanks so much. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye. Are you there, Michelle?